Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 17th of August. Today, the latest from the Knights Cubicle Chronicles, Kyrgios to skip national duty, and which athlete gets paid the most money for a sponsored social media post. But first. AFL supercoach Alastair Clarkson is officially on the clock. The four-time premiership coach has been thrown up as a contender to just about every AFL club next season, but the race has narrowed to three, GWS, North Melbourne and Essendon. But yesterday, three became two. So I can formally tell you that the Giants have bowed out of the race for Alastair Clarkson, and that leaves just North Melbourne and Essendon contending for the master coach's signature. Jared Whateley breaking the news on SEN that the Giants are out of the running for Clarko, which means it's down to the Bombers or the Roos. The Kangas have spent the better part of the last month courting Clarko, while the Bombers have only recently entered the discussion. Understandably, North Melbourne aren't best pleased with the idea that they could lose out on the supercoach to Essendon, so they've laid down an ultimatum. You have 24 hours. Mark Robinson reports that the Roos have told Clarkson they want an answer ASAP, so that if he is going to head to Windy Hill instead of to Arden Street, North Melbourne don't get left at the altar and are able to explore other coaching avenues. But either way, the clock's ticking on Clarko. It's time for an update from the Cubicle Chronicles. I love that book. Newcastle Knights players Caelan Ponga and Kurt Mann were caught on camera exiting a toilet cubicle at a Newcastle pub over the weekend. After the video leaked of the incident, Caelan Ponga's father claimed his son was simply unwell and his mate was in there helping him. That seems unlikely. Yeah, the NRL Integrity Unit had their doubts as well, and they have now opened an investigation, while Knights football manager Peter Parr fronted the media yesterday. We haven't uh, discussed any punishment yet because we don't know if there's uh, any punishment that we had. You know, we run the process, uh, work out exactly what's happened or what hasn't happened, and then make some decisions there. But we don't have to make any decisions on, on that yet because uh, the process hasn't been finalised and... As I said, we we don't even know whether uh, punishment is necessary yet. So the club is backing the players and waiting until the investigation is complete. But it looks like the investigation just stepped up a notch. The NRL today have acted on the investigation that they're currently undergoing with uh, the two Newcastle players, uh, Kurt Mann and Caelan Ponga. And the the NRL set their drug testers up there today under the uh, illicit and hazardous drugs policy. Um, Both players have undergone drug tests today. NRL 360's Paul Kent broke the news last night that for some wacky reason, the Integrity Unit have decided to send drug testers up the M1 from NRL headquarters to test the two players involved. And while that might seem like the silver bullet, due to the NRL's illicit drugs policy, the results of the test will never be made public. But suffice to say, I don't think we've seen the final chapter of the Cubicle Chronicles. Two weeks out from the US Open getting underway on the hard courts of New York City and Nick Kyrgios is back up the pointy end of men's tennis. Just very emotional for me to see where I was at last year to now. It's just an incredible transformation, but I just came out with great energy. I knew that I had experience on my side today. I love this court. I've played so many good matches here, so I'm just really, really happy with, my, really happy with myself. Kyrgios is in arguably career best form, having reached the final of Wimbledon and winning the City Open in Washington, D.C. in the past month. But sadly, Nick won't be able to share his current red-hot form with the green and gold of Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Nope, nope, nope. Kyrgios has had to withdraw from Australia's Davis Cup team, instead opting to return home after the US Open to spend time with his family, particularly his mum, who's been unwell. Without Kyrgios, Australia will be led by Alex Dimonor when they face Belgium in their first group tie on September 13th. 
For some strange reason, we've decided that athletes should be paid an inordinate amount of money to play, well, games, basically. Oh, so much money. And it doesn't stop on the field. I'm an influencer. Are you an influencer? A sports data agency has released a list of the top 10 athletes who are paid the most per social media post. Soccer stars Marcello, Ronaldinho, Kylian Mbappe and David Beckham all earn above $150,000 per post. Basketball king LeBron James comes in at number six, raking in $400,000 a post. Brazilian football star Neymar is fifth, earning over half a million dollars per post. And Indian cricket god Virat Kohli is fourth, just shy of $700,000 for each happy snap. But now, we've arrived at the podium. Top three. Top three. In third place. The Rock, well, more of an actor these days than an athlete, brings in $1 million per paid post. The same amount as number two on the list, Argentinian football maestro Lionel Messi. And while the debate rages about who is the greater player out of Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, when it comes to dollars per post, there's a clear-cut winner. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Ronaldo banks a reported $2 million every time he shares a sponsored post, which is insane. But when you remember that he also currently gets paid a little over $2 million a week by Manchester United to kick soccer balls around, you realise that the world is completely f***. And that is your Fast Fun here to Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.